Welcome back to the Marketing Management and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. So I'm stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit on this episode. Uh, We're talking about the isolation of success and how entrepreneurs seem to enter this realm when they become highly successful of it's a little bit their own space. They become unrelatable to people who aren't that successful and And, what that looks like for us. And yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, you know, maybe you use the term unrelatable, but it's maybe that they kind of move. I mean, whether you like it or not, there's a class system yeah, and, and and you fit in with your friends, you fit in with your family, you fit in with the people that you know, and if you embark on a successful venture and you achieve that success, it's going to change some things in your life. Yeah, and and so we're going to kind of delve into some issues that maybe aren't super comfortable, but they're important to understand, especially if you want to go down this road. I've had a lot of businesses that. They they started out, you know, picturing that everything was going to be beautiful and wonderful. And when they got to the realities, it wasn't what they wanted. Like, they yeah. weren't prepared for this. Yeah, so I think that's a great place to start here. So you've literally worked with hundreds of businesses from uh, brand new startups, uh, entrepreneurs with an idea, mm-hmm. and all the way up to multi-million dollar companies. Right, so right. why don't you talk a little bit about some examples maybe from your history and uh, different people that you've worked with. Sure, sure. So I've had kind of this unique uh, opportunity throughout my career to sit down with tons of entrepreneurs. And when I first started out brand new, I kind of had these preconceived notions, these things that I expected that people would come and say. And one of the the common preconceived notions is that people start businesses because they want to make money. Yeah. And... That's not really the case. In fact, the majority of the time, that is not one of the top drivers for someone to uh, embark in entrepreneurship. I I will see people time and time again quit a high-paying job to start a business that makes less money because there's something more to it you know there's there's like mm-hmm. this this freedom or this this level of achievement or something like that yeah and, there's a there's a perceived value there that trumps any dollar figure yeah yeah so so the first thing that i really want to kind of just put out on the table is that most people are not doing it for the money now that doesn't mean that you can't always do it for free you know? <laughs> yeah and, yeah and and, and we'll, we'll we'll discuss that when we get into uh some of the finance some of the money uh, topics that we're going to be covering in the show mm-hmm. but uh you know just just knowing that yeah there's some break even that, that needs to happen to make it to make it work and to make it uh, thrive in, into the future long term but that's not the the key driver. I, I'd like to share, I had a, a really interesting experience happen early on in my career. So I was sitting down in my office and I did business consulting and I uh, had this, uh, this lady that came in and she wanted to start a business. And Honestly, I was kind of kind of new into this. You know, I I at this point I'd probably worked with a, with a handful, maybe maybe a dozen, twenty businesses, something like yeah. that. You know, so it it's that point where you start getting a little cocky. You're yeah. like, oh, I've done this before. Yeah. When in reality, where's my cape? <laughs> Somebody give me a cape. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting down 
and uh, and I'm just just asking her some basic questions. She wants to do a startup, and I'm asking her just the typical questions, nothing too fancy, like what's your business idea, who's your market, blah 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 blah. And as we get going, she breaks down in tears. Really, just just sobbing. And I'm sitting here, kind of like, did I do something? Did yeah. I say like like what what just happened there? Yeah. And it, this went on for a bit of time. I, I'm sure it probably was like, you know, sure. 10 seconds, yeah. but it felt like three minutes. Yeah, a little bit like, uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> so she finally comes up, wipes her eyes, and she proceeds to tell me that she is so upset with her father because he never thought that she would ever be successful. Wow. And the only reason she wanted to start a business was to prove him wrong. Man. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I don't have a therapist license. <laughs> I don't know how to be, you know, but it, it was, it, it, it was a, an enlightening moment for me to realize that people define success differently and what they're after is, is very different. So, you know, yeah. in, in the case of, of this young woman, she was after proving something to her father because of the way that, you know, he had treated her. Yeah, her adventure was driven by something completely different than money. Right, right, right. So that leads into this whole issue of, okay, if we're not driven by money at our core, what are we driven by? And mm -hmm. what are we willing to sacrifice or what are we willing to give up to get where we think we want to go? Right, and so... We've, we've had this conversation a little bit where, uh, and this is more my background, I, my background in psychology, where we talk about different personality types and, and mm -hmm. you kind of see that same concept applied to entrepreneurs. And so one of the things you mentioned was there's a study by Inc. Magazine where they come out with these different entrepreneurial or personality types and, uh, what, yeah. what essentially what the best one is or what what the best characteristics are for um, being an entrepreneur yeah and so so we, so Inc magazine they yeah. they they wanted to look at the top sales growth for entrepreneurs oh yeah that's right and and they're kind of using this as a way to say hey this is the, what drives sales or what drives success via sales and mm -hmm. You know, and I'm deviating from, you know, from, from the publication that they had done, but it's so hard to pinpoint what success really is. And so, you know. Well, yeah, because it's something different for everybody, right? right? It's not necessarily just, hey, I yeah. got great sales, so I'm We're, super successful. Right. So, so for them, they picked sales and they're just like, sure. okay. And they were looking for the ultra successful and so they did. They broke it down into those three types, you know, the achiever, the strategist, and the, the relationship. And they said, okay, of these three types, who is really going to be driving those sales the hardest? Yeah. And so uh, as we've talked about this, I am definitely not an achiever. <laughs> that <laughs> just sounds so bad when you say it. I know. I'm like whipping myself here, but, right? But essentially, it's I'm... I know from myself, my own experience and working with businesses and starting my own businesses, 
that's just not who I am. Okay, so for our listeners, what is an achiever? Let's okay, just so define that real quick. I, I really like the way that you phrase that this is somebody who just dives in head first, ducks their head, and just plows forward, leaving everybody, leaving bodies in their wake. Like yeah. they just get it done, hands down. It's nothing is stopping them. They go forward and get this stuff done. And and we've all known this personality type. They're right. very driven. Uh, yeah. You know, they have they have a goal in mind. They're going to achieve yeah. what they want to achieve. Yeah. And great salespeople. Right. The end justifies the means. Yeah. You know, and you know, so so that actually was the largest percentage of these you know hyper achievers was yeah uh, well hyper sales was the achiever category yeah so if you've left bodies in your wake uh, <laughs> take some take courage like you're <laughs> you're doing something right you may what? have well, a whole what? slew well. of people that hate you but <laughs> it's okay you're, you're moving towards success so, yeah you know it's good it's good overall right so then the next one are our group of strategists and. These are the people that play risk for hours on end. The yeah. rest of the family will leave and they're still sitting at the table yeah, <laughs> figuring yeah. this stuff out. They, they have mastered chess, you know, um, and they look at business the same way. They look at entrepreneurship the exact same way. So they understand what all of the components are that they have available to them and how to best utilize them, how to best position them. You know, I put this person here and I have this longevity out of them and then they're going to get burned out. And so I have this other person in place to be ready to move into that position. These are very, it's, it, it just is summed up in what we call it. It's very strategic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I actually fall under this category. So when, when I get in and I have to make management decisions or business decisions, or I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, the achiever, they're going to just look at what they're trying to accomplish and they're going to take the shortest path and they're just going to plow through what's ever in their way to get there. The strategist is going to say, well, if I move this piece, is it going to affect this piece and this piece? And they kind of understand the whole domino yeah. effect that's going to be going on or the chess player, you know, whatever analogy you want, you know, you want to run yeah. with. Um, and, and they tend to take up the second largest population group you know so yeah so most of the uh high level uh on these sales uh they're going to come in under that achiever category second group is going to come under in the stratus group the smallest group is kind of an interesting group it's the relationship builders right and this one really um so so first off i should point out that uh, according to the study they uh, said that this is the fastest growing group that you're seeing more uh, more people embrace this management style over mm -hmm. the other two. Uh, the other thing is this tends to be uh, more of a female characteristic. So let me qualify or clarify something. This is fastest growing in terms of this is the fastest growing personality type for entrepreneurs, not this is the fastest growing Cor correct business. Yeah, yeah. More people are embracing this style. Yeah, right. So they, they see more and more people embrace the relationship style of management as opposed to like the achiever style of management. Right. Um, and, and it's even funny. Uh, sometimes you'll hear that the achiever style is a little bit old fashioned. There's like, oh, yeah, he was he was pretty old fashioned the way he wanted to do business. And and, and it's very stereotypical. Um, but there's a little bit of truth to it is historically achievers have been the ones who have been, you know, making the successful businesses. Right. Uh, 
But now we're moving into this realm where there are a lot of successful businesses coming up through the ranks via relationships. Yeah. You know, the, the social environment that we live in today, I'm sure, plays a big yeah. role into that. Yeah. So the last company that I worked for, uh, there was a, a leader at the helm that brought the company up from entrepreneurship and was very much the relationship builder type. Um, very much wanted to keep the peace and just have everybody that was on board be successful and be come happy, along do with your them. Best. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it worked well. I have an insane amount of respect for this person, um, and and it worked. It worked in that instance, but it's not going to work for everybody. Right, right. And you know, and that's important that you say it's not going to work for everybody. Is that you really need to be true to your own personality type. Right. There's not one that's good and one that's bad, and you know, yeah. ooh, steer clear of this one, or yeah. you know, gravitate toward this right. one. It's all of them work, and right. all of them have pros and cons. And that's what I was just gonna say. Every one of them has their strengths. Uh, every one of them has their weaknesses. There's no perfect golden bullet here that's gonna, or silver bullet rather, that's going to just you know take the whole entrepreneur game. Uh, so. Whether you're an achiever, a strategist, or a relationship builder, mainly, you know, you have to, like you said, you have to be true to that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I don't think that. So as I've as I've had these conversations, or as we're talking right now, I'm I'm relating to a few of these categories, right? I'm not necessarily dialed into one specific. Where I'm definitely not the achiever, I am a strategist uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but I'm also a relationship builder in a, in a lot of ways as well. And, and I find myself transitioning a little bit between the two, depending on the circumstances that I find myself in or sure. the situation that I find myself in. Sure. Um, so I can very, very much be a strategist and look at, uh, look at the pieces of a business or look at the employees of a business and say, this is how you should play these people. These are their strengths. These are their weaknesses. These are their limits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is what you should do. But also on that same note, if I work more closely with them, uh, or as we get into things, I find myself really wanting to bolster each of those employees and or each of those entrepreneurs or, or whoever it is that I'm working with and saying, you know, these are your current limits, but let's push this a little bit. Or you're having a hard time here, and I get that, but we can do some things to to make your life a little easier, right? Right, right, right. And so, I don't I don't want any of the listeners to think that they're pinholed into one spot. That it's okay to transition. I think there's some strength in that as well. And you've also got to realize that to a large degree, this is kind of anecdotal in the sense that we're just putting some framework around. Like th- this isn't yeah. this isn't like Myers-Briggs personality <laughs> yeah. that we're talking about right. here. Exactly. We're, we're, we're just saying, hey, look, there are some general approaches in management that people are going to take. But, uh, you know, these three approaches tend to deliver those high levels of success. Yeah. But here's... You know, you, you kind of kicked off at the very beginning. You said the isolation of success. Yeah. 
and and I want to I want to take a, a second and kind of tie these personality types into what tends to happen. So we discussed how businesses or entrepreneurs they're not they're not as money driven as as a lot of people think. Uh, a lot of times they're driven by some other form, uh, right. but they'll use money as a way to you know gauge their success or gauge their progress. If their business is growing, then obviously that that's you know, yeah that that's a form of success. And then they'll use these methods. They'll use the achiever method, the strategist method, the relationship method to, to you know, grow that success in their business. But there's a really, really interesting thing that happens, and I don't think a lot of novice entrepreneurs are aware of this. And in fact, a lot of seasoned entrepreneurs, even though they're living it, they they can't really yeah. uh, you know describe what is what yeah. is going on. And that is the fact that the more successful you become in entrepreneurship, the more shunned you will become in society. You're right. And, you know, I've seen very successful entrepreneurs who, you know, they, they, they've come in, as I've mentioned, I did, you know, quite a bit of business consulting. And these entrepreneurs, when they would come in, a lot of them just needed someone who would relate to them and not not judge them and not, yeah. you know, not, not come down so harshly. Just like, what are you doing? You know, you're ruining your family or you're yeah. ruining, you know, everything yeah. that's important. Or why would, why would you put so much effort into this, you know, crazy yeah. thing? And, and, you know, entrepreneurs, they, they tend to be risk takers. And, you know, when, when the risk that they take wins, everyone thinks they're the hero, right? When the risk doesn't win, then everyone's just like, oh, I told you so. You're exactly. an idiot all along. I mean, exactly. what do you think you're doing? And and it, and it's this very arbitrary standard that society as a whole has. And that weight tends to bog down entrepreneurs as they become more and more successful. And I've seen many entrepreneurs hold off on their success. They they throttle the level of success back just because the social pressure of becoming an outstanding entrepreneur is so great that they don't want it. Yeah, it's entering a different realm, really. So as human beings, we abhor isolation. Yeah, right? yeah we can't if, stand it. Yeah, if we become exiled, like that's the worst thing you can do to a human mm -hmm. being. Solitary confinement for prisoners <laughs> is insanely terrible like that is such a cruel thing right so for the general populace uh that same thing applies becoming exiled or or becoming or being placed in isolation is an extremely uh, psychologically taxing thing mm -hmm. and so as an entrepreneur begins to take this path and begins to experience things and have to do things that go against the grain of what you know, a uh, normal nine to fiver family guy kind of thing does or, or um, a successful businesswoman, that typical, once they break that mold and society's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I was comfortable and now you're changing things. Yeah. Society gets nervous a little bit as a whole or the situations they find themselves in. It's like, uh, we don't quite get that mm -hmm. and we're not quite okay with that. You know, we, we fear as human beings, we fear the things that we don't understand. Right. And that's, that's really where this isolation occurs is because 
people don't get it. It's, it's not a bad thing, but people just don't get it. And so they, they, they push that off. And so these entrepreneurs that become successful get pushed off a little bit. They don't, they don't get that relatability that they had when they fit the mold. Exactly. And if you think about successful entrepreneurship, it comes from doing something different or doing yeah. something better or right. creating a you know solution to a problem that hasn't yeah. been solved before. So yeah. you're kind of pushing the envelope to begin with. And it's funny because right at first, everyone's like, oh, we love it. And then yeah. as you keep going down, it's like, ah, you're making me uncomfortable here. Yeah. And, you know, it. it's very, you know, very difficult to to push against that as these entrepreneurs strive for higher and higher levels of success. Yeah. Just entering that realm for the thought of entering that realm for a lot of people. It's like, Oh, I'd love to be an entrepreneur. I have this, I'm going to do it. I've yeah. got this great idea. And there's this allure to being an entrepreneur. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's also this fear, this chasm of abysmal darkness that really is like, I'm definitely not going to go. There. <laughs> right. But the people that do dive into that, it's like, like you said, at first it's like, wow, this is cool. I'm so stoked that, uh, like as people watch that happen, they're like, man, you're so cool. Like that's awesome. But then, like you said, as they grow into that, then it is like, wait, you're insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not cool. And so that really, for people that do take that leap and start to dive into that and really become successful at it, I think an important thing to consider, and this is why we're having this conversation in the first place is how bad do you want it? How, what lengths are you going to go to be able to secure those goals that you have? Mm -hmm. You know, not, not necessarily the monetary goals like we've talked about, but whatever it is that's driving you, how bad are you, or how hard are you going to chase those things? So I've got a challenge for our listeners out there. I want you to identify an entrepreneur who you consider is successful and go and ask them, what their experience has been, what their journey has been, how they feel. It'll probably cost you lunch. You know, if you, if you take them out to lunch, offer to pay, you can, yeah. you can get some expert advice for an hour and, and right. just, just ask them about how, how they felt, you know, do they feel isolated? What's it really like being, being at the top? Yeah. And I think as our listeners do that, it's, it's like taking another dive across that chasm of darkness, right? It might be a little scary, but I think once they do it and they realize that the people that they're talking to, that they, it's somebody that they can relate to on that level. It's, it's a connection and you'll probably get some great advice. So please, by all means, take the challenge and reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know how it goes. We are at MMM small biz. Uh, and yeah, if you have any other questions or anything, any other topics you want to talk about, let us know. Yeah, we love it when you reach out. We love what, what we hear from you. And, yeah, uh, it's been a great conversation. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care.